In this message pastor speaks about godly dreams and explains how to manage them based on the experience Joseph had with his godly dream. This message also lists three things that can come against your dreams. Let's open our Bibles to two scriptures. The book of Job chapter 33 verses 14 and 15. 14, 15 and 16. For God speaketh once, yea twice, yet man perceiveth it not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth upon men in slumberings upon the bed, then he openeth the ears of men and sealeth their instruction. Amen. The book of Genesis, the 37th chapter, and verse 5. Genesis 37 and verse 5. And Joseph dreamed a dream. Joseph dreamed a dream. And he told it to his brethren. And he told it to his brethren. And they hated him yet and more. And they hated him yet more. And now read the 10th and the 11th verse. And he told it to his father. And he told it to his father. And to his brethren. And to his brethren. And his father rebuked him. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamt? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight, what the Holy Spirit has impressed upon me is something that is actually very powerful. And I did not know how to articulate it out to you. But there is so much of the Holy Spirit that is deposited inside of me. I did not know how actually to bring it out. But if your hearts are open, your minds are receptive and you are saying, Holy Spirit, reveal your word. Then I am sure God will bring it out. Amen. And just not bring it out. I pray there will be an impartation from the presence of the Lord upon your lives wherever you are. That you will go into a realm of prophetic dreams and prophetic visions. That you will encounter what the Bible actually says that will happen in the last days. Uh, where he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And young men shall prophesy. Old men will have dreams. Even young maidens and young men will have visions. Uh, God wants you to have dreams. God wants you to have visions. God wants you to tap into that realm where the Holy Spirit of God freely speaks to you and you are able to perceive it. Amen. So Genesis 37 says, Joseph had a dream. You should have a dream. You need a vision, a dream, an inspiration, something to pursue. You need to have something that is so dominant in your thought, in your life, that you will pay any price to pursue it. God wants you to have that. 
Something that you know has come from God. That you know is the purpose of God. God wants to communicate into your heart His purpose for your life. You know, the Bible says in Psalms 40, I opened the scriptures to know what was written to me about me in the volume of the book. There is something written about you in the volume of God's book. And that is what the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you. It says that Joseph had a dream. And the Bible says Joseph had a dream again. And those two dreams were, what do you say, matching. You know, as a young person, I remember when it is cricket season, in every playground, everywhere, everybody wants to be a cricket player and everybody is playing cricket. Then suddenly comes the football World Cup. And those very people who were playing cricket now gives up their bat and ball and stumps and buys a football to play football because they want to be a football player. Then comes the Olympics and you want to do long jump now. You want to be another PT Usha or whoever. See, there is many dreams, scattered thoughts that is never from God. One moment in your life you see a lawyer and you want to be a lawyer. And the moment you see a doctor, you want to be a doctor. And the moment you see a businessman and you want to be a businessman. See, it is not the most dominant thought. It is scattered thoughts. That's Joseph had a dream, not dreams. Sometimes in ministry, people want, they see a pastor, they want to be a pastor. Then they see an evangelist, they want to be an evangelist. Then they see a worship leader, they want to be a worship leader. Then they see a Bible teacher, they want to be a Bible teacher. Then they see a prophet, and they want to be a prophet. See, it is not a dream. It is scattered. God gives you, Joseph had a dream. Just like Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> Joseph had a dream. And the first dream and the second, the, the second dream confirmed the first dream. So what do I mean by that? Sometimes you can be, the dream can be wanting to pursue or study medicine. And then later on, after a few years, a few weeks or whatever, you have another dream. I want to be a surgeon. See, it's concurring with the first. And after some time, suddenly you have this aspiration to build a hospital. It's in the same line. The father made him a coat of many colors. What is it? Prophetically symbolic of royalty. Joseph, you had a dream? It's concurring with your vision. Amen. Glory to God. So you need to have a dream. Open your mouth and say, I need to have a Holy Spirit dream. I need to have a Holy Spirit dream. Amen. The second thing is, who you tell it to matters. 
Joseph had a dream and the Bible says he went and so shared it with his brethren. And then the second was that we read Joseph had a dream again and he went and shared it with his father. So with whom do you share your dream matters. Sometimes you can tell your colleague, your co-worker, your classmate, your closest friend, your brother, your sister, your uncle, aunt, whoever, somebody very close to you, you share it with them and envy comes up. And envy won't come if your dream is smaller than their dream. Imagine a boy comes to somebody he looks up to and says, you know, I want to I want to pass my 10th with distinction. And the person to whom he is saying is got a PhD. So that person will be very happy. He'll say, oh, best of luck. I want you to pass 100 out of 100. May you have the first rank. Why? Because this guy is PhD. He's got no problem you passing with your 10th. But that same boy goes to this guy and says, by the time I'm 30, I want to take two PhDs. And then you will see things which is not godly. Some people mask it and say, okay, best of luck, it's pretty tough, okay. But, <laughs> but some people will show it. But this J, not the J for Jesus, but the dirty J, jealousy, comes in. So who you say to matters. If you're sharing your dreams with your brethren, people of your age. See, Joseph, Jacob wanted a blessing from his father. Ezau also wanted that blessing. was a problem between them. Usually brethren envy because what you're doing they're unable to do or what you want to achieve, what you're looking forward. They feel they cannot get there. Tonight, somebody is going to be delivered. The wisdom of God will deliver you. He shared the same dream with his father. And the father rebuked him. I like that. Psalm 141 and verse 5 says that the righteous rebuked me. It's like anointing oil. There are different rebukes in the Bible. What was that kind of rebuke? Hey, Joseph. This is not the time and the place to say that. You don't know your brothers. <laughs> Shh. You're supposed to keep quiet now. 
Don't blurt out everything that God has spoken to you out before this crowd. They're trying to kill you. They're dream killers. Every person, I've realized it. I realized it. I knew it scripturally, but I realized it experientially much later in life. But every person should have a Jesse and a Samuel. That's what David had. Jesse, his father, and Samuel, the prophet, his spiritual father. Natural, spiritual. Somebody who will speak into your life, somebody who will mentor you, somebody who will pray for you, somebody who will cover you. Esther wouldn't have reached where she was supposed to reach in life if an adopted father like Mordecai, I mean, not adopted father, Mordecai adopted her. (laughs) The father had not adopted her. Elijah mentored Elijah. Moses was there for Joshua. Naomi is there for Ruth. Ruth, you are a Moabite. I'm a Jew. So who do you share your dream with? What a, what a there's a saying, what a father sees sitting down, the son won't see standing up (laughs) know who you should share your dream with Elizabeth ran all the way I mean Mary ran all the way to Elizabeth because both of them were celebrating going to celebrate something unique miraculous conceptions let's celebrate there are dream killers I've realized they can talk you out of it no matter what your aspiration is look at the the, the New Testament it's an amazing scripture we know that scripture Matthew 16 16 to 20 Jesus is asking the disciples who do men say that I am some say you are John the Baptist some say you are one of the prophets Elijah one of the prophets who do you say I am Peter says thou art the Christ the son of the living God Peter Simon Peter Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven. That's the 19th verse. I mean, 17th verse, 18, 19. You know, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, all that. And then the 20th verse, it says there, Jesus told his disciples, tell no one. Read that, Matthew 16, 20. Tell no one. Yeah. Then charged he his disciples. Then charged he his disciples. That they should tell no man that that he was Jesus the Christ that they should tell no man that he is Jesus the Christ. Why? Because the Pharisees will want to kill him before his time. Because somebody will try to get to you before you accomplish what God wants you to accomplish. So tell no man. Tell no man. Lift your hand and say, Lord, give me wisdom. Help me to know who are the ones who will 
celebrate the vision help me to know who are my fa- who is my who my father is who will mentor me who will pray who will want to see that dream fulfilled lord i surrender to you lord amen hallelujah there are people in life you have no pursuit who have no purpose no desire their only desire is to sleep eat sleep eat sleep eat sleep eat that means anything sleep eat sleep eat sleep eat people who want to stay average people who are very myopic in their outlook but don't tell me that is what your life is for that your dream is given by somebody who's smoking weed in your classroom you can tell the right thing to the wrong people in life if you want to pursue something and achieve something whatever it is you should have the grace of god inside of you to overcome every hate and envy and every competitiveness there are sisters who are envious of sisters brothers who are envious of brothers there are people who are upset with somebody else because they are close to the leadership and somebody wants to pull that guy down from that place there are people who will accuse others take forth the ministry of satan the accuser of our brethren <laughs> satan says let me take a vacation let me go to, go to hawaii or maldives and just lay there because there are other brethren who are doing the job <laughs> wanting to pull that pastor down wanting to pull somebody who is close to the pastor away from that person there are people whom god would have put down if somebody had not envied and tried to put them down <laughs> you know why because god will never share his glory with anyone so there are people who have done things terrible who needs to be judged but instead of god judging them you decided to play god and judge them and god says let me show my mercy to that guy and get him out of that <laughs> get him out of that don't play god every genuine dream will attract enmity it will attract jealousy it will attract confrontation but there is no destination without confrontation amen lift your hands and holy spirit guide me grace me to overcome Amen. When you have a dream, things in your life will be, you know, sometimes contrary to the dream. Joseph had a dream, everything contrary. 
stripped naked. Can you imagine having a great dream? Stripped naked. Every dream will go through seasons where you strip naked. Where you're put into a pit. Alone, lonely. But he didn't give up on that dream. Because he knew it, he knew it came from God. He didn't say, enough of this praying and fasting and ah, tongues and all that. Look what's happening. It's everything is contrary to what God told me. You know, why would God tell Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, fear not? Because there were things in front of him that were fearful. You have a vision, you have a purpose. And there's a difference between vision and dream. Dream is the blueprint of God for your life. Vision is that blueprint in paper. So you can stick it and say, okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know why Satan attacks you? I've realized one thing. Satan, the devil, only attacks people with potential, with purpose. People who are a threat to him. Satan doesn't waste his time on people going nowhere. <laughs> there are people who are going nowhere who don't have a dream or a pursuit and they say, Satan is attacking me, come on. So he says, you? have better things to do than, <laughs> than you, you, you don't, you're not pursuing anything. You're following what God wants you to follow. You got your own plan. you doing your own stuff. You will mess up your own life. I don't need to mess it up. But tonight, if you can see ahead by the help of the Holy Spirit, you won't lose your head when you're attacked. See ahead so that you don't lose your head. Woo! Joseph stripped naked in the pit. So ahead, God had shown him. Oh, the sun, moon and the stars will bow down before you, son. Glory to God. I've seen far ahead by the grace of God for anything to discourage me. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus Christ. Call on the name of Jesus. To see far ahead in the Holy Ghost. impartation in the Don't see the moment. Don't see what you're going through now. What you're going through shouldn't stop you from where you are going to. Amen. There are visions, dreams that God gives. But God always fulfills that through process. Through procedures. 
But opposite to vision is what is called ambition, selfish ambition. I want to do this. I want to. That will bypass process. That will cut corners because you, you have something that you want to do. And you don't want to follow the process of how God brings you to that place. That is a loaded word. You need to meditate on that in the presence of God. Don't cut corners, whether it be in your business, in life, to get ahead. There are processes that God puts you through. If He can't, you know, He He will never trust you if He cannot, if He has not tested you first. Test you. But most people don't want to go through that process. They don't want to. They just want to get ahead. This is looking at, okay, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so is, nobody likes me, nobody wants me, I am in the spirit all alone, I better make it on my own. They make a song out of it and put it on the Facebook. All alone, nowhere to go. Give me some strings to that. All alone, nowhere to go. In the spirit all alone, nowhere to go. Look to see how many likes. All alone, nowhere. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is good, and that was a good string. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You better listen to some other preaching. <laughs> This is me, like me or hate me, but I need to do what God has put me, God has asked me to do. <clears throat> Amen. There was a time when I was bothered by the people, how people take it, but I don't do that now. I'm 50. <laughs> All I look to see is, am I pleasing Jesus? Doesn't matter who, who, who I'm going to rub the wrong way. I just want, it doesn't matter. I'm not bothered. Amen. Glory to God. I should have been 50, 10 years back. Should have had this revelation. <laughs> Gosh, I should have been 50, 20 years back when I look at it. <laughs> I would have been better off doing more for the Lord. So what are the things that came against the dream? Three things that I could identify from Joseph's life. The number one arrow that came against his dream was discouragement. You get discouraged when your brothers hate you. The very people that you love hate you. Very sad. You get discouraged. If your brothers bring before your father and say, listen, your son, the one that you love, Joseph, is no more. His coat is here. Can you imagine? The father didn't go looking for the body. He just looked at the coat. He didn't even verify the story. The father should have said, let me just verify the story. Where exactly was he killed? 
any remains of his body? At least his little finger? So much so when Joseph, when his brothers came to him later on in life, when God had raised him up, Joseph asked him, Where's our father? I mean, all these years he didn't even look for me. He didn't even check the story. You know, there are how many people who would believe anything that is spoken about anybody without even verifying the story. Discouraged. Joseph discouraged. 13 years later, he would still ask when his brothers came, is our father alive? 13 years. Is our father alive? The highest level of discouragement that anybody can go through is when your family doesn't believe in you. You know, amazing. Look at John chapter 7. Verses 3 to 5. Those of you who read the scriptures, who know scriptures, you will be amazed there's a scripture like that. John chapter 7 verses 3 to 5. His brethren therefore said unto him, Yes. Depart hence and go into Judea, mm. that thy disciples also may see the works that See, I mean, if you're really saying who you are, then go show yourself. Yeah. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. Mm. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. See, for neither did his brethren believe in him. Go show yourself to the world, he said. You know where? John 7, 1, you should read. The Jews, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. And so the brothers are saying, you really say who you are? Why don't you just show yourself to them? Just prove yourself. Because we don't believe you, man. Can you imagine Jesus went through it? If Jesus went through it, his disciples might go through it. Surrounded by shame, discouraged. There is, you know, this word in Isaiah 54, ashamed and put to shame. Ashamed and, I've, I've shared that before, haven't I? Ashamed and put to shame. Ashamed is, you know, when you start your car in the morning and your car doesn't start, it is at home, you're kind of ashamed. Oh my God, this thing doesn't start. Start. Oh gosh. That's ashamed. But put to shame is when you're in the traffic light, when there are 100 other cars <laughs> and your car doesn't start. <laughs> That's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, one is private shame, the other is public shame. Are you with me? One is private shame, another is public. There are times in your life, Joseph, you go through it. 
What is discouragement? When you're, you know you're discouraged when your seal is low. When your courage is extinguished. When your confidence is lost. And when there is a departure of your enthusiasm. You are dismembered emotionally. It's a sign that you are discouraged. But tonight may the Holy Spirit encourage you. You need to learn to trust in the grace of God and be tough. Because life is tough. Life will pick up its sharpest stones to throw at you. But you got to know by the grace of God and with God on my side, I can overcome. I'm more than a conqueror. Jesus will help me. You got to know that deep within and the spirit of God will enable you. In the Jatri Chalavare Parishutatma Vadaidi Pirtugia, Bella Pirtugiana. Right up, Prabhana. None of us who look to the Lord shall be put to shame. In the Yatri Chalavare, Hallelujah. Nana Gedigale, Matina Vidatil. They were signed in the Nagato, the Kurin Lukuan. They were Dudarikian. Raidalam, Shamana, Yeshu in the Mogotek and Okuan. Look into the face of Jesus. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There are people when life is throws its challenges. They are like, you know, all the time crying. Nobody loves me. Nobody wants me. Nobody understands. If you're going to be one of those kind of people, always carry a bucket with you. To just cry. Because nobody's going to show you mercy. You've got to grow up. You can cry in the presence of God. You can be strengthened in the house of God. Whatever you're going through, you should know how to encourage yourself in the Lord. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. For a battle is not against flesh or blood, but against principalities and powers. So put on the whole armor of God and having done all to stand, stand. Whatever comes against you, stand. And God's grace will strengthen you. Put on the armor of God and stand. No matter what is thrown at me, I'll stand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How many of you are getting up in the morning and then you feel so low and you feel very down? There are times like that in my life. And the Holy Spirit said to me one thing. Anytime you wake up and you're feeling down, it is because there is something good coming around. Anytime you get up and you're feeling very low, don't give into that. Say there's something good coming around. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store we're together again just praising the Lord we are together again in one 
something good is going to happen something good is in store get together again just praising the Lord Amen Hallelujah Now there are days when you feel kind of low when you get up and then what I do is I just apply Jude 20. You can ask my wife that. It says that build yourself up in the most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. You will find me getting up and then going like Rokolorosmanati Build yourself in the most holy faith. I'll pray through Rakasya, sometimes one hour, sometimes two hours, sometimes three hours, till I know my emotions are in tune with the dream and with the vision that God has put into my heart. I'm going to say, I'm feeling so low, my God. Oh gosh, give me two black coffees. Oh gosh, I'm feeling so low. <laughs> no. When you have a dream, what comes against you? The second one is what is called the yoke of distraction. Satan will bring an alternate dream. attention outside your destination outside God's purpose he will put a purpose Search, Satan is also looking for your attention so if you are kind of distracted whatever is not from God he will try to supply into your life whatever is not your intention should not be your attention That should be the, the deliberation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That should be the deliberation of your heart. I should not give attention to what is not the intention of God for my life. What do I mean by that? You go to school to study. That's the intention. Don't fall in love with somebody there. Are you with me? And the exams, you can't think of anything that you studied. Only that boy or that girl is coming before you. That person passes and goes on and marries somebody else. You are sitting in that class again. You went to that office to work. Don't create a drama there. You come to church to worship, to study the word, to grow in Christ. Don't go there to do business. See, what is not your intention should not have your attention. You stepped into ministry because you want to serve the Lord. Now don't look for a position and money and wow, all that. Serve. 
what is God has kept for you will come into your life. So what is distraction? Distraction is the manifestation of an alternate intention. On your way to destiny, there are side attractions. Joseph in 44's house, 44's wife was a distraction. Are you with me? It's a, it's a side attraction. She would have come and said, you want more meat, Joseph? This steak I made for my husband, but it's the best piece I'm giving it to you, Joseph. <laughs> Can I get you some extra strong coffee, Joseph? Can I get you some Snickers? Snickers? See, can you imagine? What is Snickers compared with the Prime Minister? Being the Prime Minister. What is an extra piece of meat compared to what God's got for you? Side attractions. You are a child of destiny. Don't let anything sidetrack you from that. Keep your focus on Christ on his purposes, on his plans and say, Lord, I need your grace. I don't need anything to distract me, Lord. I need to finish the race well. I need to glorify the Lord. I need to complete my race and know that I fulfill the will of God. I want to hear the voice of my father say, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. What is distraction? Distraction is eating the fruit and losing the garden. Ask Adam and Eve. Now I got a gift, a nice television, a big television. Somebody just gifted to me. Thank you. Television, big television. I mean, you look at you go into a house and say, Oh my god, that guy's got a big television. That go, look at the television. But when you're getting married, don't look for a guy who's got a big television, look for somebody who's who will tell his vision because somebody's got a vision. That's good. What I'm saying is, don't look at the material, what that guy's got, maybe a great car great looks, whatever, and say, ah, okay, it's all on loan. It's somebody else's. After the wedding, he'll take off that suit and give it back. <laughs> You're like, ha! <laughs> but you sit with somebody and say, what, what is the vision about your life? And if that person's got a vision and he's pursuing, and you know it's from God, stick through because you will see God fulfilling it. Amen. Mark chapter 4, Jesus and the disciples got on the boat to cross onto the other side. 
With Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm. Smile in the storm, smile in the storm. With Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm. When I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home. Okay, so Jesus in the boat, they are crossing over with the disciples. There was a storm. Why? Because Mark 5 says, Jesus went there to deliver a man who was possessed with 6,000 demons. So, so the storm was a distraction. Every time you see a storm, remember there is deliverance ahead. Whoa! Every time there is a storm in your life, remember there is deliverance ahead. You're going into the next level. There is deliverance ahead. Don't give up in the storm, but sing the song. With Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm. Smile in the storm. Smile in the storm. With Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm. When I'm sailing home. When I'm sailing home. When I'm sailing home. When I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home, with Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm, smile in the storm, smile in the storm, with Jesus in my boat, I can smile in the storm, when I'm sailing home, when I'm sailing home, when God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you are in my life. You will cross over. You will see your deliverance. You will see your breakthrough. You will see your miracles. This storm, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged, distracted. Don't look to the storm. Look at the vision. Look at the dream that God has given you. Pursue it. Oh, Raghala Smaradhiram. Raidala, Raida Pravana. Indiri Manshastam Pravana. Vismanadhiri Yamsham Pravana. Kurismadhiriya. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The presence of affliction is a distraction. In your life, there's some affliction. It's a distraction. You know, like, you can't trust in the promise of God anymore because, ah, but 
that's what paul would say this light afflictions are nothing compared to the glory that is awaiting us so he had he was looking ahead this is a oh this afflictions oh my god life is finished he said this light affliction nothing compared to the glory ahead ജോസഫ് There's, there's something called the spirit of delay can you know abraham was you know god gave him the promise when he was 70 but he had to wait nearly 25 years 75 god gave him the promise 25 years he had to wait god it, i mean it, god's purpose was not for him to get the baby at 100 but something delayed and i'm trying to still study the scriptures to find out what it was you can handle delay only by prayer see that spirit broken off whether it be about your marriage about your future don't just sit there and say okay endengilum eppalengilum can you imagine that there are certain things that needs to be done at a certain point abraham had isaac at 100 there was a century difference between he and his son <laughs> a century So by the time Abraham is 110 Isaac is just 10 years old Just imagine telling your son I was born 100 years back I was born in another century <laughs> How can you imagine that That is why see Abraham could not go and look for a wife for Isaac because he was too old He had to send his trusted Eliezer to go I'm praying God will give me the grace. Wow, I made it at 40. There are certain things that cannot be delayed in your life. You need to fast, pray, seek the face of God and break that spirit of delay of your life. Maybe there is nobody to help you, nobody to look for you, nobody to guide you, nobody to maybe you're watching on just the internet, you don't know anybody in the church here, you don't know the you know the pastor, it doesn't matter. This teaching alone is enough to set you free. Delay is to suspend, to postpone, to defer. when delay comes what happens because of that when the people saw moses was delayed from coming down the mountain they said to aaron let's compromise let's make a golden calf compromises come when there is delay whether it be in business in jobs see at a certain point you want a job and looking for the best job and delayed and then then compromise even marriage Now the big list is there when you are 16 if you are a girl 
then you keep looking and looking and looking and all that and then waiting for the time to be married and looking forward to that and then looking at it the more years go by finally you compromise that list comes down you don't need him to come in a chariot and in a horse and give you a flower and whatever you just want him to have all his teeth catch anybody way past lord look god if you are just a man you say let just be a woman lord what it doesn't matter who it is just just a woman <laughs> just just a woman the woman just the man lord it's a man who was just a, just just see all that list goes by why because you didn't seek the face of god and realize there's an enemy who is against your destiny and you're blaming god and blaming your family and friends and what not and who not and sticking in that situation without submitting to christ resisting the devil by fasting and praying and saying no i got to fulfill the purpose of god in my life i don't want to go and search and find somebody on my own i got to fulfill the purpose of god for my life i got a destiny i need to have an encounter with a prophetic dream and see the manifested manifestation of it up may that be your season ahead up of finding deliverance from delay yeshu binda namathu deliverance from delay whether it be in your marriage whether it be about having children and about your business about your future about ministry whatever deliverance from delay in the name of Jesus yeshu binda namath may you fulfill the purpose of god for your life uh, lift your hands and call on jesus lift your voice lift your hearts wherever you are call on jesus who is your deliverer the jesus set you free May your breakthrough come. May your deliverance happen. Even in your body, if it then is to be a healing, a deliverance. Ask Jesus to heal you right now. Yeshu binda namathil saukhyamagada. Free agada. Yeshu binda namathil. Be healed in the name of the Lord. Wow. Delays be broken in the name of Jesus. Raidala shamana pramana. പമ്പരം കറക്കുന്നത് പോലെ ഇട്ട് കറക്കുന്ന അനുഭവങ്ങൾ പിശാച്ചിൽ നിന്ന് കറക്കുന്ന അനുഭവങ്ങൾ ഇന്നുകൊണ്ട് തീരട്ടെ യേശുവിന്റെ നാമത്തിലും Indiri Ramshana Raidas Manadhiriya George God is touching you George Certain things that are delayed in your life This is your season to enjoy the liberty from the delay Raidam Prabhana Gadagam Valmarita Manasmanatham Galprabhatura Vausmanatham Vismaniri Yamshanastahira Raghala Kalprabhah Raidishmanadhiriya Thank you Jesus We give you glory and honor in Jesus name. Amen. Lift your hands and say by the grace of God. 
I will have a dream. I will be a dreamer by the Holy Spirit. I will discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God spoke and the Bible says in Job 33, the scripture that you read, they perceiveth it not. In the night watches, may you have dreams. May that realm be open to you. May you have visions that is come inspired by the Holy Spirit. Nothing counterfeit. Nothing satanic. Nothing from the flesh. Let it be Holy Spirit infused dreams that you find your destiny and purpose. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord.